Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, ultra-talented co-host, the one and only Baby in Tow, Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm actually, you know what, I'm going to be honest with you, I feel really good. It looks like you're losing weight. I've lost quite a bit of weight. Uh, and Ryan knows what's, what, what I've been up to with that. You know, uh, even though I, I kind of was naughty this weekend. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't make a habit of it. So, uh, but um, but for the most part, man, i just been uh, 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 living a better life, you know, and um, just doing my thing. So thank you, though. Um, but you know what I hate? I was just saying this to Tori earlier, is what I've been getting is, oh, man, you lost so much weight. Like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, you know, like like maybe I'm on crack or, or uh, <laughs> you know, or somehow I've, you know, I'm sick or That's something okay. like that. I'm like, no, I'm, no, I'm just living a better life. So, Good for you. you know, uh, eating Good better and... Uh, but you know what? I tell you something though. Just as a side note, and and Ryan can speak on this too. When you cut certain things out of your diet, and then you kind of dibble dabble in it again, all of a sudden you don't. It's like, ugh, like you know, like I remember. I you know I haven't really eaten pork in a long time, right? And um, I was somewhere and they had these pork chops. Yeah, they had pork chops. And uh, she got she got excited when I said they had pork chops, and um, so, you know, and they look great, right? And I used to love them, so, so I said, and, you know, they were from the south, so they were golden brown and all of that kind of stuff, and I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, what the hell, man? I tried it and it made me sick, like it didn't. Made your stomach upset, didn't it? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And you know what? I wasn't mad about that. You know, I wasn't mad about that. It, it was like telling me you don't need that, you know? And, and, you know, any other time, it would have been, I would have, you know, loved it, right? So, but no. So, yeah, it, it's definitely, I've changed in what I like. What's up, Ronald? Sorry, I had to give him a shout out. Brother Ronald. Uh <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, uh, but, you know, enough of what I eat and don't eat. <laughs> uh, let me introduce my panel. And, of course, we start off with ladies first. It's the one and only Tori Rush. How you doing, Tori? Hi, I'm good. Good. Happy yeah. to be here. Oh, yeah, I'm happy that you are here. Um, so uh, how, are, how are you feeling these days? I'm super stoked about... This new leg in my 
my journey. I just moved to Alexandria, so I'm doing that, and I'm right next to DC, and that's exciting. So we'll see how all this goes. All right, all right. And uh, also returning, another returning champ is the one and only Ryan Perez. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Yeah, how are you doing? And, and how's uh, all your 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 folks? Well, I'm I'm okay. I've uh, was supposed to launch my Hustle Zone TV website on January the first. Never happened because you know why? There's bugs and there's just the, the trials and tribulations of being an entrepreneur that we all have to go through. So we're still working on putting this fantastic website together. It's that there's going to be we're still working on our directory which is now similar to yelp and a job posting so if you're looking for employees you know things of that nature that we've been working on but i realize that it's much bigger than what i originally thought it would be and so we're still taking time to build it up and shannon had you know she had a, an integral part in helping us write the content so we're, we're getting ready to launch but we're doing we're doing well thank you all right Oh yeah, that's right. Shannon is a uh, she uh, writes content for it. Yeah, she wrote uh, our you know pretty much constructed the um, the idea. She took some of my ideas out and just constructed the the, the writing portion of our site so that it's clear and it and, and identifies it or it, people can identify with it from our community. Because I'm not a writer, I'm dyslexic. Mm. Well, yeah, that's one of uh, the skills that uh, Shannon definitely has. So that's good. I'm glad. I like to see that you guys are linking up and and uh, doing things. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, what we're talking about today, today's topic is um, the Valentine's Day hangover. Now, yesterday was Valentine's Day. And also... And what's up, Brooklyn? Brooklyn's in the house. Um, today is actually a holiday. And I don't want Shannon to frown her face up when I say what the, today's holiday is. But it is National Side Piece Day. <laughs> you know, because yesterday you, you were with your... People, the guys were with their real girl yesterday. So, you know. Uh, and uh, so now... But think about it like this, though. You do get more on National Side Piece Day because the candy is seventy five percent off. You get those bears that sing, the, like everything sings. The 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 cards sing, the bears sing. Tell them no, say no. <laughs> I'm not saying I participate in that. I'm just saying that uh, that uh, that's what the day is. And one thing I find is. When people tend to don't have Valentines, primarily more so women than, than men, it can be an issue, right? Especially when you look around and it seems like everybody's in love, everybody's booed up, you know, everybody has their significant other with them. Maybe you work at an office building and the girl next to you and the cubicle next to you, her man and send her flowers. I've seen situations where some women pretended to be some women pretended to be uh, like they they actually sent themselves flowers like they got it from a man that don't even exist. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. 
And then all of her friends are like, oh, my God. Oh, he's so sweet. He sent you flowers. Oh, yeah, my man. He's... So, That's psychotic. That's a little crazy. It is, it is I mean, crazy. You just say you got him from yourself or you sent him to yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you love yourself, you know? like Right. Not an imaginary man. Okay. Right. Well, I'll send them some of my men so they can have some men. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... Uh, um yeah so this is uh and oh what we're gonna do is uh today we're gonna have a loose panel so um if you would like to jump in there's the link in the chat room i see monica wants to come in so but um so people this holiday makes people do a lot of weird bizarre things and it's really interesting because it's contrived it's a contrived holiday i mean they all are to a certain degree it's all about spending money and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, if you want to keep it 100, you know, Valentine's Day should be every day, right? You should always tell your the, your significant other how much you care for them and whatnot, right? So, um, I don't know. You know, I'm going to ask Ryan first, and then I want the ladies' perspective. Why do you think we put, why do you think so many people put so much into uh, only men say it's contrived. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, why do you think people put? Why do you think we as a uh, as as people put so much into this holiday, and who's you know getting love on it or not? You know. Why do we put? Uh, well, because it's tradition. I mean, it's just been something that we've done for so many years. If you learn, if you look at the history of. Um, of Valentine's uh, Day, it, you know, men would come out, like, I forget what region, but men would come out and uh, hit women with um, with a dead dead goat or a dead sheep, and I guess the blood that was covering them would, you know, mean fertility or what have you, and that's where the red comes from, right? So mm-hmm. there's, like, you know... We just carry on tradition because it's just something that, um, and it's also an industry. It makes a lot of money, um, and you know, after after some time, it, you 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 kind of have an expectation, and all the single people just feel kind of ways about it too. Like you know, we sit in there like twiddling our thumbs, like you know, when we're single and just like chilling, and you know, we get caught up in our feelings, and that's just because of the expectations. It's like Pavlov. Um, Pavlov's dog's theory you know after hearing it there's just a response and you don't necessarily you know you're not really thinking it through you're like really why am I doing this and and there's couples that don't really have dates of their relationship but they gotta pick that one day to to be nice and I'm like no Valentine's Day or just lover's day should be every day if you're in a relationship amen and uh, welcome, Monica Black Diamond, into the chat. All right. So, uh, so uh, I'm going to ask uh, Tori this question, and then we'll go to Monica and then Shannon. Um, so, you as a lady, Tori, do you put a lot of emphasis on um, whether you're booed up during uh, Valentine's Day? Do you care or not? Well, as you know, I've been notoriously single for a really long time. So, no, I don't put any emphasis if I have uh, anybody on Valentine's Day at all like it doesn't matter um, I can love myself as much as anybody else can love me so 
I'm not really worried about um, getting caught up in like being sad if I don't have anybody. Because I think a lot of people get depressed around this time of year if they don't have anybody. There was a lot of sad posts yesterday. Oh, like, oh, woe is me. I'm sad because I don't have anybody on Valentine's Day. And it's like, you got to love yourself first. And until, until you get that way, like, you're never going to truly find love anyway. So, you know, like, to me, I've been working on myself. It's been five years in the making and I'm making a lot of progress. So like, to me, it's just another hump in the road. It'll come, it'll come whenever it comes, you know? Hmm. Okay. What about you, Monica? Uh, do you put a lot of emphasis on these kind of holidays and whether you booed up or not? Honestly, um, I think it should be something that's to be celebrated all the time. Um, but I think it it's nice to just like one day just go overboard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think it's um, the bad thing to just kind of emphasis it a bit more. Some people in relationships that men are not or women opposite whatever. Uh, sometimes they're not romantic, and sometimes that just gives them more of a push to try once in a blue moon. But I don't know. It kind of really depends on the relationship that you're in, I think. Um, but I don't know. I think it's something that needs to be celebrated every day. And if Valentine's come, then hell, do something more romantic or more crazy or more fetishy. I don't know. It really mm-hmm. depends on you and your your relationship, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. What about you, Shannon? Do you do you see? Do you put any emphasis on the, yesterday at all, or? Valentine's I mean, I've not had a Valentine in a, my adult life ever, so it's not really a big deal to me. I mean, love is something that you are, and not just something that you show in terms of candy and chocolates and dinners. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you shouldn't wait until February 14th to show or be those things. Mm. So. You, you know what's interesting is you have Christmas Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve and then Valentine's Day is kind of in a way like the end of that you know that you want to be booed up I mean I'm talking about society you want to be booed up from the whole Christmas all the way to to you know um, Valentine's Day I mean you could make an argument spring break but I would say Valentine's Day those are the times that you know people want to be booed up and they have this thing called seasonal dep- uh, what's it called seasonal depression whatever where especially if they're not in a um, I mean sometimes it's just the seasons that makes people feel a certain kind of way but then also it um <laughs> uh, so uh, um, you know like some sometimes it has just to do with the seasons, but then it can also be about what the relationship status is during that period of time. So, um, um, I don't know. It's, it, uh, <laughs> what is Valentine's day? Hilarious. Um, I don't know. Like it, men and women historically tend to have a different, um, feeling of the importance of Valentine's day. Like, I don't know if I known too many guys that get depressed if they're not booed up during Valentine's day. Um, I mean, that would be kind of, I don't, I've never felt any kind of way about being with someone or not, or even seeing some other people in relationships and feeling, you know, some sort of 
negativity or anything like that. It seems to be more or less uh, what I, I find from, from women. But I when think- I made that comment, I was actually thinking of a dude. So that's funny that you said that. Really? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, not to say that it, it doesn't or can happen, but, you know, it is, you know, that seems to be more, more or less that is. So that means what you get from that is it's kind of societal pressures, you know, like uh, the whole your Valentine's Day is for women. Yeah. Yeah, much definitely. Uh, get over it. <laughs> so, but, but then though the thing is though that pressure of having to be having to have somebody or not having someone or feeling some sort of way is really, you know, is is, is kind of messed up, right? I mean, if you let's say you have a a man on February fourteenth, but then you don't have one on April the third. You know, <laughs> but you don't really pressure anybody, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a, a way that you look at it. I mean, if people get feel that pressure of having to do or having to be with somebody, I think it's something that you do to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as Christmas. Nobody has to celebrate it if they don't believe in it. I mean, it's really how you think about it. Valentine's Day. If you feel like you have to have somebody and you get stressed out because you don't have somebody and everybody's with everybody, if you're happy the way you are and that's not, I don't know. I think it really depends on the person and how you take things and what your mindset is about love. And, you know, there's people that feel like, you know, other stuff are much more important, good or bad, I don't know, uh, really depending on them, so... I mean, if it does stress you, then I think it's something that, okay, fine. Go on dates and do all that good stuff. I don't know. Try to find yourself first and be comfortable with yourself, whether you're with somebody or not. And how you want to deal with Valentine's Day? My God, it's not just about couples. I mean, show some love to your parents. Show Mm -hmm. some love to your kids. Do something with them. I don't know. I think uh, we, we tend to let media and all that stuff kind of try to make us feel a certain way and I think that's something we need to try to uh, control in our life and our mindset I don't know it really does depend like I said on a bunch of things let me ask this question to the ladies on the panel if you are booed up on Valentine's Day or one of these holidays that you know you're supposed to be booed up on and you have a friend uh, sister cousin whoever who is you feel like she's feeling you know you know depressed or something do you not share your happiness just to like you feel like you're i don't want to say you're rubbing it in but do you are you less likely to share like the great things maybe you might be going through in your relationship because maybe someone that's close to you is not going through that don't rub it in their face but don't stop being who you naturally are just because someone else is without. Mm. I mean, you shouldn't feel like, I mean, that's just like the concept of dulling your shine because somebody else is in the dark. Mm. Why Why would you need to do that? I mean, you don't rub it in their face. I got it, you don't. Right. Um, but sometimes you allow people to, I mean, I think I read a book and the lady said, I love the idea of being surrounded by love without necessarily being in love. And she's talking about her best friend's relationship. 
And so it's very well possible to experience the overflow of someone else's love without you physically being in it yourself. So yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. stop showcasing that just because somebody else didn't have. I would show them the extension of the love that I have and hopefully they feel loved in the process. Mm. Yeah. I and rightly agree. <laughs> <laughs> She's chiming in. <laughs> this is adorable. Um you know, I'm gonna tell you a quick story time. Uh, and if she's listening, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna put your name out there, so don't get, don't feel some kind of way. But I, I have a friend who, some years back, um, it was her and two and um, three of her friends. They all got a big house together, right? And they all have like a child, right? And what happened was, they said, you know what? We're gonna work on us. Forget these men. We're just gonna work on us. You know, we're going to pull together as girls and work on us. Right. So they were all single. And I, I shit you not. They all went out one night. Right. All four of them. And, um, you know, they all had to get babysitters to watch their kids. Right. And what happened was three of them got booed up that night. They all met guys that night. Right. (laughs) So and, and my friend didn't. So now they're dating these guys, right? And it's the holiday season and they all got relationships. So her fr- their friends were now like saying, well, since you ain't got a man, how about you just watch all of our kids while we all go on <laughs> dates together? <laughs> And she was pissed. She was like, I, she was like, no, I, I ain't doing that. I would be too. <laughs> like, I ain't doing that. I'm a, I'm a, you know what? You're going to have to pay me. I'm not doing it for free. If I'm going to watch your kids while y'all three go out, you know, with y'all men, that y'all all met in the same night, which is hilarious. Uh, you know, but, um, but then she started, so then they tried to make her the babysitter. Well, you ain't got nobody. And she, she definitely didn't want to be the, I guess what would that be the seventh wheel <laughs> you know you know so she's like i ain't doing that either i'm not gonna go out with you guys and you guys are all booed up and not so all that we're gonna just focus on ourselves stuff went out the window and uh they all had uh dude you know so uh if you have a man uh let's say if you have a man ask him to pay for your own babysitter and just because i'm single don't mean i have a date hmm true okay uh would you do that uh ryan would you pay for a woman you're going out with babysitter oh if you're going out with a woman and she needs a babysitter would you pay for it if i'm sorry if i'm going out with a woman would i pay a babysitter so you guys can go out of course okay cool yeah like he got to like i mean like people do it you know some people are single let let them do it if not your parents or or whoever because like after a certain age people don't celebrate valentine's day they're like yeah you know like my grandparents don't i don't think they celebrate it but you know maybe they do i don't know but uh um i don't know i i would pay i would pay if i had to leave because sometimes i have to i i i don't even get uh, babysitters in general so like it's it's rare for me to do it because when my son's here I my focus is on my son but if I if I have to go on a date I will make arrangements hmm. and I'll do it way in advance you can't do it like two weeks prior you gotta be like yo 
you know, so that they don't think, oh, I got stuff to do. You got to do it like uh, in December. Be like, you know what? Oh, for Valentine's Day, I'm going here. Can you babysit? They're like, yeah. Okay. Where do you find a babysitter? I mean, Craigslist. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. That's I don't, not where you find a babysitter. At, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I would. It, it would be someone I know. Oh, uh, okay. That I don't. Like, I would. I've never. I've never been to have a stranger take care of my son. But like, oh, the neighbor's kid. She seemed cool. I mean, you know, no, I mean, she drank a little danger. bit. That's she drinks a little bit. But... <laughs> I mean, they do have a. They do have like a site out there. It's for like nannies and caretakers, and like you. Like go and you fill out a profile about how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't know about. And they have ratings and references and all that stuff in case you're moving into the area or something like that. But that's where I got my nanny job. Oh, okay. I was there. I wonder, like, what do you, you know? Most people I know, they it's, it's always like their little cousin who's like maybe sixteen, seventeen, or something, or yeah. or you know, or you know, it's like where do you? How do you even find them these days and feel comfortable? You know. Uh, found a nanny on care.com okay has anybody ever been and same thing with you Ryan have you ever been the odd person out where in your little your friend group uh, you're the one without somebody and you know so you know have you ever been that person where you're the one that didn't have somebody in your group all the time because I'm a weirdo and I know that yeah, me too so, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Like yes, Carlos. You know, like I was just telling Monica today because, like Monica and everybody's like, oh, you look good with your beard. You look good with your beard. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I was alone for 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 yeah. Valentine's Day, and I had the beard, so I just shaved it because if I'm gonna be single, I might as well be a weirdo looking like zero you know, <laughs> boy, uh, you know, and all smooth and stuff, you know, being single, right? Because, like, I don't know. And I've always been that guy. And I'm always watching the cuddles. Like, even in, in high school, people are, like, kissing up each other. And then you're, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you, have you ever been, like, a third wheel? Like, Yeah. You know? Well, and that's why I stay home. That's why I'm introvert now. Because, like, I am not going to put myself in. And nowadays, like, you know, and then couples. Couples now just omit me from the list. Because when I have a girlfriend, they're like, hey, they're like, you want to come out? You and your little girlfriend? And then I'm like, well, me and my little girlfriend, we're no longer together, right? So, you know, you got to explain to them why they, and then, and then they just don't call you because everybody at this age, at 37, they're all booed up. Right. They got their husbands and they have family dinners and they say to themselves, they say, yeah, we can't invite Ryan because like he doesn't have a He's on a plus one. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have <laughs> yeah. be awkward oh, and, like, <laughs> Me, I don't care. So I mean like I've never cared, so it's like Yeah. Because the women want the women want women to talk to about like lines and shit. And then they want <laughs> and then they want uh they want uh whatchamacallit, they want the men's to talk because like they don't want the men's all interrupting their conversation. So they and women like to do this. They like to pin up men with each other to be like, "You guys both like construction. Why don't you guys talk?" Right? Like, right. The guy wants to be at home. Right. He wants to stay at home and he wants to watch football, play PS Five. You don't want to go out to no couples, you know, <laughs> couples party. 
but it's all constructed by the woman and you know and then that's how it is and and then guys like me the single guys are the weirdos and like especially the, when you get older the, the older you get and you're single the more weirder you become you're like i wonder if he's gay I wonder. If right, he, right. Oh, yeah. Like What's his deal? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, he must be oh, into something, or he's, you know, maybe he's not right in the head. I wonder why he's not in a relationship. So you have all these stigmas that are attached to grown ass men that are not in relationships. Maybe he has commitment phobia. Right. You know, and then they, oh. and if it's, a, you know, and if they're, if they're really nasty, they'll say. You know, like them brothers, always the ones that don't commit. Right. Brothers are always the one that don't commit. So yeah, like you know, there's a lot of stigma around that. But anyways, yeah. maybe I talk too much. No, no, no. That's great. Um, has anybody ever been the uh, okay? So your your homegirl, your homeboy, um, they're dating somebody, but then their cousin or their homegirls in town, and they want you to. Just you know, so she won't, so he or she won't be by themselves. You just come along and make it a. Uh, have you guys done that before? Yeah. What was I, okay, so they did. So I went to Bush Gardens with this person, and it was the most horrible experience. And I love amusement parks, but it was like he was getting so drunk there <laughs> that like I, you know, Kente, I will have a beer or two, but right. like. This guy was like slamming back nine dollar beers, and I was paying for it. And I was like, "Dude, this is your bro, man! Like, go get your bro! Like, he threw up on a roller coaster. Like, it's terrible. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, and I was like, I don't know how to, um, what, <laughs> I don't know how to stop this train wreck. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go home. Can we just go home now? <laughs> Monica, the question was, have you ever? If you ever had someone say, hey, just come along, like they have a boyfriend and they say, hey, come along here. His friend is in town. Can you just, you know, so it won't be awkward. You'll be like the, the, uh, you know, so there'll be two, it'll be two and two instead of uh, two and one or something like that. No. No, never did it. I've done that a couple of times, several times. When I was younger, maybe when I was in high school and down, mm -hmm. but after that, I think you have to have a bit of confidence if you're going to go into a, a date, no? Mm -hmm. And especially when you bring someone along, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but like, you gotta, it's, for me, it'd be kind of weird, mm. really, because mm -hmm. I think that when you're going on a date, you have to get to really know them. And having another person, sometimes it's good because maybe they bring up things that you never talk about, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I like the idea of just being with that person and just vibing and looking at their eyes mm -hmm. when they're talking and understanding and listening, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I never did it. But in high, around like, I don't know, when I was younger, yes, because, you know, you're just starting to go on dates and mm -hmm. you don't know, you get scared or I don't know, but yeah. not scared. You just don't have that confidence. You so um, when you're older, I think it's different. I don't know. Yeah, I like wrong, um, I don't like being set up. Like being set up, uh, is, it, it never works. It's always awkward and weird. And then you start wondering, like, you're like, uh, what, like, what do you think of me if you're trying to set me up with this person? You know, <laughs> like, you know, you yeah. can read into how people actually think about you by who they try to set you up with. Um. 
And uh, have you? Well, what, what? What is it? Well, you know, but it's so funny because, like, it's like, you know, I have because I live in Calgary. There's a mixture of people, and there's a a lot of, uh, um, you know, uh, white folks in my neighborhood and whatnot. And usually, they tell me they're like, so. I know this this black girl. She's amazing. Uh, you know, she would be so great for you. And then, like, they set you up. I was set up like that once. And, like, you, like, you talked on the phone, like, so, hey. And there's no chemistry. Because, like, you know, like, and not, not saying that it's because she's black, there's no chemistry. I'm saying because they just think because she's black, that's the prerequisite for me to be. Right, you automatically. Yeah. So, and then you're talking to the person. You like. So, what do you like to do for fun? Stuff. I like to mm-hmm. chainsaw men. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was awesome. good. And then when it doesn't work out, they're like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, so oh, I'm so sorry. I I thought she would be great for you, right?" Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Carlos is in the house. Now, this guy always got a Valentine or or three. <laughs> I literally, like 90% of my day yesterday was laying in this bed. Oh. Alone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me clarify Where are you that. at, Carlos? <laughs> Where do what? Where are you at? New York City. Ladies, he's in New York City, okay? Uh, nah. Yeah, the ladies, look, man, the ladies love Carlos, man. I, I've been had so many women say, I don't know. What's his I, deal? I've been, single, but, but, I've been you know. single and alone for about, <laughs> I guess, three or four years now. I got you beat. Yeah. Well, well, I, they, they always ask me, what's his deal? And I say, uh, Where are you living? <laughs> I live in Georgia now, but I lived in Key West prior. You said you, live, you, said you live in Georgia now? Georgia. Where in Georgia? Right outside of Atlanta. This is stomping grounds. That's hilarious. That is his stomping grounds. Like, like where? Like Powder Springs. Okay. I just moved out of Peachtree City. Yeah, I usually just tell people right outside of Atlanta because most people are like, where's Powder Springs? I know where Water Springs is. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Noonan, then moved to Peachtree City, then moved to NYC. I know where all those places are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you guys about dating. Right. So I I say I don't like to be set up on dates. You know, it's weird. Have you has anyone ever tried to set you up on a date and you're clearly in a relationship? Still, the and you're like, says yes. right, right. Like, I've had that happen where I'm in a relationship, the person knows it, and they're like, You might want to try this person instead. Like, like yeah. that's so bizarre to me. I was set up yeah. on a blind date years ago, obviously, years ago. And the person and I, you know, we met at the restaurant that we ended up, you know, setting up. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk on the phone, we didn't know anything. So, my friends completely blind dated me. Okay. And when she showed up, like we knew who we were because oh. we had gone to college together, but she hated me. Mm. <laughs> oh wow! So hey, hold on, it gets better. So so she so all right, we go along with the date. Now 
she never said to me that she hated me, but you can tell on her, oh no, him, <laughs> you know? Surprised. Did everybody just disappear? No, no, you're good. I don't know why, but everybody disappeared okay. for a second. And so, you know, and but she never spoke to me and I never had really spoken to her. We just kind of recognized each other from our group of friends. And so when we sat down and, and had dinner and we, we talked and talked and talked and talked and talked, she was like, you are totally nothing like I thought you were. <laughs> because she, cause I had my friends, but I was always the quiet, shy guy in the in the back. Mm. So rather than thinking that I was the shy guy, she thought I was just big headed and I didn't want to talk to nobody. Mm. Mm. And so I'm like, no, I'm just shy. <laughs> I just didn't want to, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to contribute in certain conversations because I'm not into sports. I was really focused into my art, you know, because it was an art college that I went to. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm always the odd guy, you know. I didn't know how to blend in with people who were normal or average or, you know, they are into the same type of things. Because I could talk about drawing and painting all day long, mm-hmm. but outside of that, that, you know, I hated. I really wasn't into sports. I really wasn't into some of the stuff that regular people are into, and so I would just listen and just sit back. I, but but to the average person, that looks like. You're above oh, all he of this. So highly of himself, you know, he doesn't want to contribute. And it's like, no, because I have no clue what to talk about statistics, or your, I don't even know the names of the teams or the players, or nothing. So mm-hmm. what do you do in that situation? And even when I got married, that was always an issue, because all her friends were, you know, normal friends. They were into soccer, you know, they knew all the statistics of all the Latin teams. And stuff, and they're watching the soccer game, and they're jumping and yelling, and I'm just like, uh, "Did we score?" <laughs> you know, goal, so, goal, yeah. <laughs> so, so I always sat in the back, always like that's been that's like my life, right there. Because mm-hmm. my crowd, just you know, it's hard to find my crowd. Mm. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I've I've always fortunately been able to be in any kind of conversation, so. And, you know, even if it's stuff I don't know about, you know, I'm pretty good at just navigating through it. Um, So I didn't have that issue. Um, And I'm pretty good. I think I'm pretty good on dates. Uh, You know, I'm a good listener. I do listen. And, uh, you know, I don't do weird stuff. You know, on dates, like I don't know. Uh, I love him confirming these things. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it's not that because I can relate to that. Like, you know, weird, <laughs> weird being not that like. I don't believe you. I'm just saying. weird being like, um, you know, uh, there's something in her in her eye. So then you go, <laughs> you go, <laughs> you know, like, you know, something like that. I don't do no weird stuff like that or anything like that. So, uh, so I think I'm pretty good on on dates. Uh, but the thing is, like, at this point in my life, I don't like dating, right? Dating, you know, especially, like, if you've been in a relationship and then you start dating again, it just feels, and you're like, oh, my God, this is Groundhog Day. Like, it feels like we're doing this, you know, again, and it's just like, and then, you know, and then women, okay, this is the thing. I'm glad we got three ladies on this on this thing, and um, there's ladies in the chat. You always hear women say, like, uh, even you know when they meet on a um, 
on a date or they meet like on on some dating app or something they always get on guys about oh you guys ask the same kind of questions you know uh it's the same conversation like uh oh so you know like how many siblings you have or or you know that kind of thing it's like well like what are you expecting like what are you or what are you expecting us to be so interesting especially when we're swiping left you know a hundred times like what are we supposed to come up with that it's right. supposed to oh that's right you guys just date laps i don't but i'm just saying for a guy who does or on a date like what are you expecting on this date to be what what conversationally are you expecting so are you telling me when you get into a conversation mm-hmm. you go ready on your mind like what are you expecting from me type of situation talk or well, I, mean, I don't get so, it sometimes you, if somebody sometimes were to just... do that to me if somebody were to do that to me i'd end it no because no i'm saying not, like i'm saying like you're, you're asking questions like oh so you know what do you do uh you know you have any siblings or whatever like that like what do you expect <laughs> I don't know. I like, expect just, excellence. The one, the one to hear how much money you make. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the one above. <laughs> you expect excellence? What, what did you say? <laughs> I expect excellence. I expect original questions only. Like, yeah. uh, if, you, if you're going to go to dinner with anybody alive or dead, who would it be and why? Like, I want questions like that. I don't want to know... What's your favorite sports team? I don't have one, man. Like, no, I don't know. I who would ask a woman that question. on a date? That's a weird question to ask a woman on a date. So, you, oh, but you'll remember that one. You'll be like, that chick that one time, man, she asked me a really deep question. How about like, them Steelers? I was sitting there my fries, and I was like, man. So she's like, not the questions. Somebody dead I'd go out with? What the fuck? Kim- I agree with Stephanie. The questions aren't the problem. It's, yeah, totally. Because, like, the questions, I mean, you should be ready to answer anything if you're going to be open and trying to get to know somebody. <laughs> um, there's got to be a chemistry. You'll, I think, What's I mean, I'm kind of old school. If you're with somebody and you're sitting with them and you're just enjoying the positive vibes or whatever, you're going to know what's right or wrong, I think. But if you're going to get so complicated, I hate complications, especially on a date that you're just getting to know somebody. Like, calm down. Like, mm-hmm. but don't what, worry what is chemistry, that. Enjoy though? the presence and be present. If you're not present in the moment, then it's not even worth it. And what what is your point of even trying? But, but, I'm, I'm done. But what's <laughs> chemistry <laughs> though? Like like Shannon, what is chemistry on a date? Like I'm tell I'm be honest with you. I've had great relationships that started out shaky at first. So if I went only on that, I would have missed out on a on a on a good deal. Uh, now you could argue maybe it wasn't so great because we're not together now, but but I'm just saying though, uh, you know. Uh, so I mean, do we put too much on the chemistry thing in the beginning though? Like, uh, you know, I mean, it's I an awkward. It can be awkward though. Like, you know, you don't know the person. You're on a date. You're at you know Olive Garden, whatever crappy restaurant you go to on your dates. You know, uh, you know, I take all my women to Shea Whitey's, but. Um, but I digress. So, like, Shannon, what is chemistry on a first date? Like, like, what are you expecting? Sparks to fly? Are you the Virgin Mary to, to come out? Or, like, what, what is it that you're looking for? I think that's the problem. We have a lot of misplaced expectations. Mm-hmm. We should really just be trying to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
know them for who they are and not just who they represent because you know people will show their representative because people like to show out um but i usually give the disclaimer you're getting who you've gotten on the phone you're getting who you've gotten in this message group that you may have talked to me in like the consistency is important to me. Mm-hmm. so i don't want to find out two years down the road that now you're this mystical being um yeah. or this you know like if you're weird be weird consistently um mm-hmm. so yeah i'm just trying to see if we can have some organic conversation um if we don't have to feel pressed to perform for each other and if we can just enjoy each other's company and if we can do that that'll determine if we're going to do this again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really it I, I've learned to take expectations out of it and go with an open mind because I'm not trying to marry this person tomorrow mm-hmm. oh. my biological clock is not ticking mm-hmm. so I'm really I'm just trying to get to know them mm. uh, is it a turn off if the guy's nervous on the date no because I probably am too because I always tell my friends especially my sisters and I have four of them I tell them you know let me send you a picture of who I'm about to go out with so I won't end up in his trunk with some lettuce (laughs) because we need to know I mean and the same goes the opposite way I mean there are women that have some crazy tendencies as well and we all need to be protected but no I um I think, especially at this day and age, I mean, you show up in a mask, you take your mask off, and you're like, oh, so your teeth aren't all yours. Oh, that's great. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, I was yeah. really mean in a mask. You go? I imagine, because, you know, I'm just like. Cartoon Network special. Angry eyes, yeah. <laughs> a drink. Yeah, it happens. I mean, I don't want a drink spilled on me, but oh my god, it happens. And there are definitely crazies on both sides. Hey, Dad. Dadrick, yeah. What's up, Dadrick? Uh, uh, and real quick, just shout out to Stephanie, uh, who has a show starting um, around six or something on Clubhouse, which I just found out about yesterday. But uh, I, uh, when this show is over, I will run on Clubhouse and check her out. So I always like to support my. my is that, fellow is that what they're calling it now? Shows. Uh, well, she said it was a show, so it was an actual program. So. I don't have Clubhouse. iPhone, so I won't be on there. But oh. I support you from a distance, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll have to talk about a uh, uh, clubhouse at some point, but um, no, I mean you know I I find myself the the dates that I'm that I'm um, nervous it's because I'm more interested. The ones I don't care about, I'm just like, whatever. You know, what just like, you know, just kind of I'm nervous. I got gas. That's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Oh, it's women in tech. Uh, safe space for women in tech. Oh, okay. Wait, can guys come too? Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Steph, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But um, see the the time that I dated, mm-hmm. you know, the last real date outside of my ex wife was over twenty something years ago. Oh wow! So I don't know what it's like like is now because things seem so different now. And um, but that was then, the last time you went out though. 
That was the last was, time you went out, you said? Yeah, it wasn't the year 2000 yet. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So it's been so, years. It's been decades. <laughs> it's been yeah, decades. God. And, and so, and what's sad is it, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say it like that. I was going to say, I feel like I lost so many years, but, you know, I mean, the marriage was okay. Everyone, you know, can't completely bitch about it. But, um, but back in the day, though, uh, I was always afraid to ask the woman out because mm. I never understood women in terms of how they are supposed to be telling you that they're interested in you. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't read their the way they acted or their responses or and I and I wasn't about to say hey hey uh are you even you like me, me? Sir, like you know like no. yeah <laughs> you know or, or or write them a little note answer yes or no yeah. <laughs> you know like it, it just wasn't very clear so I always held back but the women that would ask me out normally was after they kind of found out the type of things that I was doing career wise or the lifestyle that I had um, you know, because back then I was an artist that worked in, in films and all that type of stuff, and that would be what piqued their interest. I don't think anybody was really ever interested in me more so than what I used to do. And and I don't think that it was like an attraction of, oh, damn, look at him type of thing. It was always more like, oh, he works in film. That must be interesting because that's what the questions are always about. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I used to work out and stuff, and only like one or two women might talk about, hey, you know, uh, you know, I like the body or whatever, but that was a very rare occurrence. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that that you know that so that's my history of dating, and so that's why I'm not so into jumping into it now because now it's even weirder. Right. Yeah, when I heard you say now. swiping, when I heard you say swiping, I'm like, what? And then I re- I re- realized that people date in those apps or you know that's a thing now mm-hmm. and I haven't really entertained that mm-hmm. yeah you gotta have a, a zoom date now well okay so I'll, I'll reveal something cheesy about myself like I've online dated for a really long time I was like on AOL chat rooms doing that whole thing like back wow. in the day that's a while that's, a yeah. while, yeah. that's how old I am I'm 38 so like you know well, I could be your grandfather like, yeah <laughs> I grew up dating like that, but like, <laughs> I know it's so dorky, but I felt I, I get to know people better online. It's easier for me to talk to people like that. They get to know me and then it's like, Hey, this is who I really am. Like surprise. And then they're like, Oh no. Like, I don't know. I, I guess it's like, it's not that I'm two different people. It's just that they think that I'm going to be somebody else in person or, I don't know, like, my pictures are my pictures. I don't filter them or anything like that. I don't have stupid little animal ears or anything like that. But, like, you know, <laughs> but, like. I do. You do? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see it now. It took me a minute. But, uh, for real, though, like, I think that um, dating now is weird, definitely. Like, people judge you within five minutes of seeing a picture five seconds and they have that split decision whether you're hot or not you know remember that site hot or not you, mm-hmm. whatever happened to that one like, it, turned in, it turned into facebook anyway, but, uh, <laughs> right right <laughs> i'm so old anyway but uh like you have a split decision decision whether you like this person or not so like it's almost like you're um 
selling yourself like not like a prostitute but like i mean like you have to like put it forth an effort and like put your best picture on there and make catchy logos and it's like a, it's a process that's like it's like making your resume to catch people's attention like hey look it at me i'm like awesome on linkedin yes you know like look at me i'm awesome you want to talk to me like swipe white swipe white you know like you want to do that like it's so much pressure like why don't i just write what i want to write and put whatever picture what i want to put up there like i don't know let me ask that, the, that yeah. like let pressure. me ask the ladies this question if we'll use uh, uh ryan as a guinea pig <laughs> and um and monica you know him the best out of all of us um, mm-hmm. if do you feel like you could write Ryan's profile based on what you know of Ryan that would get uh, get him good attention? I would like to hear this on a date on a dating <laughs> on a dating <laughs> site. Could you could you use what you know about him to write his profile to get him uh, you know uh, get him good better looks on um, dating profiles? Okay, so pause. Is the question is like, what would I write? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh Lord. That's actually better. Yeah. What would you write about Brother Ryan? What would I write? All true. Because I know, I know him so well that I'd probably get emotional about it. Aww. (laughs) Aww. Because I think that Ryan, I think that Ryan, is a as much as like we all have our thoughts and maybe people you know don't know him as well and and they spend so much time whether saying good or negative they don't i don't feel like a lot of people really know ryan um i think people that have negative things about him have no clue what ryan is about so for me oh my god (laughs) it's hard you know when you know somebody so well and and there are no words to explain how awesome he is. And I think that Ryan, when it comes to writing, um, he has so much to say because he's such an awesome guy. So if I were to write something, mm-hmm. I would just say, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's so hard. I would just say call. <laughs> just call, call me, anything. call me. Call. <laughs> That's it. One eight hundred. I think that I think the problem with those dating sites, mm-hmm. they don't have that much information. If I could write what Ryan's all about and how great he is, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be enough to fill the page. I think that it's something that women don't really see, mm-hmm. and I think maybe sometimes even all of us in general. I mean, well, whoever does that stuff, but sometimes just that little space is not enough to really know or to even flip mm-hmm. what is it right or left if you like if you don't like and it's all based on what you see as well so i don't know for me i think a lot of people lose the idea of having that connection the mm-hmm. real connection of a person because it shouldn't be based on their picture mm. i think that's ridiculous because mm-hmm. my god i could do maybe a bikini and i'd probably have a million people messaging me compared to me putting a turtleneck and maybe they just like my face and whatever so mm-hmm. if you go on for example are we talking are we talking about a two-piece in general <laughs> what's that we're talking about a two-piece bikini 
sugar, <laughs> whatever you want to imagine it to. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is like, I think that I think a lot of people that do those, those profiles, it's so complicated. There's a lot of people put like 50 emojis and you have to guess what they're trying to say <laughs> or you know on top of that they put sometimes they, they're too dramatic on what you're saying or maybe they say too much and women are like oh so complicated mm -hmm. you can't tell by swiping just because how they look or what it says because a profile like this that sometimes they say like how many letters no mm -hmm. it, it tells you like the minimal how are you gonna know somebody just like this just because you're looking at their job because of what they do just because of the color of their skin mm -hmm. because of i think it's it's not a good idea right. i think if you want to have a connection i remember back in the days you know when you felt something between somebody and you locked eyes and you're like i humping the person yes go for it you already know when they're walking through that door you already know when they're looking at you let's be honest you just feel it and if they're looking at you all night and then they they come up to you it's a different feeling you know to do the the swiping right left i think it's it's very i mean i don't know how people expect the profile to trigger that oh i like this one just because of they like what they see i'm guilty of that go you know <laughs> it's common, but it's common for everybody to do that. You're like, damn, he's got a nice car. This guy must have a nice house. This guy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's 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 now that's a thing. But I like the more old school. I'm like very traditional in that sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not to say that I'm nor better nor worse. It's just I just like that connection. I like to feel the person beside me. You know, when you hug somebody and you just feel the butterflies. I like that feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't get so that. Is that what you do? Like hey, um, before we get to know each other, I just need to know if we kind of can lay next to each other and see if that works. No, no, it's not about oh. laying. <laughs> it's actually, I like, you know what, for me, really catches me is when you actually have a conversation with the person and they look at you in your eyes when they talk to you. Mm. I like the fact that they want to get to understand and, and when they're listening, to me, that's a big deal because sometimes men or women we don't listen right but if somebody's willing to sit down with you and take the time to be present in a conversation for me that is already like you have my attention doesn't matter how big nor skinny doesn't matter hmm. a lot of things you know even a smile for me is like a big deal <laughs> like hmm. those are things for me that that are so minimal but if i can have a conversation and i'm able to open up to a person to an extent hardcore i'm with shannon on this one make it simple don't be so complicated you know get to know somebody humbly not where do you work what do you do like those are main questions that yes we do ask don't get me wrong but at um, the same now, time, like, now i, now I have a question for everybody <laughs> and this is this is including the people in the chat room so i want you to guys put it in the chat room and i really want to start off with shannon and i'm gonna end with carlos on our panel yeah is and this doesn't have to be just romantic. What qualities of your character do you think gets the most slept on by people in general? Qualities gets let down. Character. Get slept on. Like people don't realize that you are dot 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 dot. 
I mean, in a nutshell, most people don't realize that I'm just that damn dope. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, what about your dopeness that people sleep on? I mean, what is, I mean, all of it. I think I get friend zoned more often than not. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. You know, mm. I wouldn't think that. Yeah, I wouldn't think that either. I mean, the guys that want to talk to me wouldn't be worth the time, energy, or investment. Mm. Mm. So. Okay. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What are, what, are, what are some qualities you think get slept on? It doesn't have to be romantic. It could be just in general. What do you think people sleep on about you? Well, great that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie in the chat uh, and her comment and her backhanded comment. Um, so I just want to address that first. No, it's not just white women. In Calgary, Alberta, KKK capital of Canada, there's not a lot of diversity here and it is hard to, to, to date in general. So. Right. And I'm a weirdo, vegan, you know, intellectual and all that stuff. And you add, 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 you know, I think I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, to be honest. The, <clears throat> but I, I pers- that's what I personally think. But the, and then she said, don't want me for anything. I am the, one of the misconceptions about me is that I'm always on my computer. <clears throat> yes, I work a lot. But I like to take a like. This is my business. This is I do social media as my business. But I like to mm-hmm. take time to myself. I love the mountains, you know. I love to hang out with my son, um, and I'm goofy as hell. I try to showcase that without trying to tarnish my brand. Sometimes I like to do funny things online, but in general, if I'm off camera, I am super goofy, super funny, prankster, all kinds of stuff. Like, I can't stop laughing, dancing, um, and making music. I'm multi-talented. Like, I compose music. I, um, you know, uh, I, I write poetry. I do a, a lot of different things, and it's mm-hmm. hard to, like, compress that all on social media. And I care. Any t- when it comes to women, I love to I'm – I'm, I'm a crazy romantic – if you're sick, I'll deliver the soup. Vegan? No, it wouldn't be vegan. I could cook. My oh. mom taught me how to cook. And, and that's the you other must. thing. Mom taught me how to cook. Iron, clean. I do all that for you. You must. You know, so it's a, it's a big misconception. I, a lot of people think that I'm just business and I don't care and I'm serious all the time. But it, it's like I, my heart, I have a heart of gold. Heart of gold. You know, I'll do, I'll bend my back even for, even in relationships that I shouldn't have, you know, where I was abused or mentally abused or whatever. I've always just did, you know, did the most um, because I, you know, I love and when I love and I fall, I fall. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Tori, what are some qualities about you that you feel like people, people slept on? Hmm. I actually, uh, I'm a very patient person, really compassionate. I empathize with people a lot. Um, 
and I'm loyal. Like I'm loyal to a fault. Like if I'm your friend, you're I'm your friend for life. Like you basically have to bury me in order for me not to be your friend anymore. I I'm the kind of friend that like even if I know you're wrong, I will still have your back. I'll be like, yeah, bro, the sky is green. Like I will always be <laughs> like, real. Like and and like, I like that. <laughs> I and like it. people like don't think I guess I'm a Taurus though and that's part of being a Taurus and I believe in astrological signs but like um let's see I'm also like really good at picking out people's strengths and helping them like succeed in whatever they're doing so like if you come to me and I'm I'm really good at giving constructive criticism to like not offend you but like all that kind of stuff but um but like I hope that when people want to be my friend they realize that I don't judge anybody either like I've been through too much to judge anybody so like I'm like the least judgmental person you'll ever meet you can come and tell me hey man I murdered somebody yesterday I'd be like oh so how was your right day on. yeah right right on <laughs> I love Tori. <laughs> we will have to How have do we not get caught? Like, do we have to bury a body? Like, what are we doing? Like, uh, now I know who to call if I need to get rid yeah. of the body. Here we go. We all know now. Guy, I thought yeah. you weren't going to judge me. Come on. Yeah, we'll have to have a conversation about that. Yeah. But you, yes. dig, you dig. I'll be the lookout while you dig. Yes. There you go. Somebody has to bring the lie. Like, group effort. Uh, and I, I want to, um, Stephanie says that I'm actually a very understanding and patient person. So, uh, so uh, um, anybody else in the chat room, what are some qualities of yours you feel like you've been slept on? Like people don't really understand you. Uh, what about you, Monica? What are some things you think people sleep, sleep on you about? What people? Okay. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be romantic. Don't... It could be like your family. It could be like they don't get you. Like you are really this person. Uh, I'm a very romantic person. I'm a very open person. I am not afraid of... <laughs> I should maybe not say that. I'm not afraid to be loved. I'm not afraid to be in a relationship. I'm not afraid to try things. I'm not afraid. I'm a really open book, to tell you the truth. Hmm. And uh, I like being an open book because it gets you to really learn different things, not just about the person, but yourself to what you're willing to actually get yourself into. Um, but I'm like, same with Tori, like the whole idea of being patient. I think that's so important. And I'm a very patient person. I do have my moment. Yes, I'm pretty sure Ryan can tell you that. But it, it's a, it's, things that you learn from you know what I mean so I think I don't know I don't know what else to tell you but I am like a crazy romantic mm -hmm. hardcore I'm a very cuddly person I'm a very like you come home let's watch movies whatever I love to cook I will cook anything have it ready for you when you get home because that's just the type of my parents my parents were like that they were very loving parents like they taught my sisters and I to be you know to enjoy love in the sense of communication and 
intimacy in general i mean they didn't teach me but they would tell me that's such a beautiful feeling that you have between two people so there's just a lot of things that you know i was lucky to see and to learn from and i don't know i'm a very romantic person bottom line <laughs> I, I like doing romantic things. I like to share that. So I hope that answered it. Yeah. yeah. And I purposely am saving Carlos for last. So I'm going to say myself and then <laughs> go to purpose. Carlos. Yeah. Go. So I, I really feel like um, the thing that gets slept on me just across the board is that I'm a, um, I'm a much more... I think a nicer person than people think I am. Like, there's a lot of people that think I'm, um, that I'm kind of like hardcore, like, uh, you know, the way that I deal with people and stuff like that. Now, there's some people I think that kind of understand that, you know, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I don't want to say I'm a nice guy, but I'm definitely a, a good guy. Um, and, you know, I'm really very caring when it comes to what happens to people. I'm very, I'm an empath in a lot of ways like one of the reasons why I don't do bad by people is because I really feel it you know I don't like to see people hurt or downtrodden or something uh, unless unless they do something to me or the people I love but just, yeah. just I don't like to see people in a bad way you know like I'm not that person so so I think people don't always understand that about me so, okay. So I purposely saved Carlos for last because I'm really interested in, I mean, I'm interested in everybody's answers, but like, I wonder, cause Carlos is, he's a pretty open book for the most part. And I feel like even though I've known Carlos, I think about five, six years now, and I've really gotten to know you in the last year that you're, you pretty laid things bare pretty good. And I got to give you a lot of credit for that. You're very open about your uh your wins and losses and um so i'm interested why do what are some things you feel like people may have slept on about you your character who you are as a person rom romantically or not just in general um well i'm a lot of the things that a lot of you guys have talked about mm -hmm. but um for example um i'm friends with people who hate me mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. um, but they hate me for reasons that they have placed in their own head. Right, right, right. So you know, I used to hang out with some guys, you know, way in the day, back in the day, and again, always a quiet guy. And there's a lot of things that I don't know is occurring with groups of friends, for example. Mm -hmm. So, for example, whenever the guys would tell the girls, "Oh, Carl is coming over," me, I'm just coming over. I don't know what's going on. What I learned recently is they would, all the girls would run to the bathroom and start putting on their makeup. I don't know that stuff. Right. The guys would then be jealous or upset. Mm -hmm. But how am I supposed to know any of this stuff is happening? Like, there's nothing that I could do to kind of fix that. Mm -hmm. And I would remain single for many years just on that alone. Mm. Um. I mean, the only thing that I can say that people just pass on is they don't really get to know me deeper mm -hmm. than just the the basics, mm -hmm. right? They'll get to know the basics. Um, you know, even when I started doing live stuff, 
uh, what I used to get a lot is that I was uh, that I looked mean and that I was uh, one person had a nickname for me called Mas- Mafioso. <laughs> Mafioso. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so that, that, that's just strictly based on my lives, and that I was always very serious, and I, you know, I, I have I have a dark or deep voice. Uh-oh. My internet's hold on. I didn't expect that. So so they would think that if they got to know me, I'd be like more brutish. And what's funny is this this one particular person, we ended up literally hanging out every day for three months because I went to live up in, in Connecticut to clear my mind because I knew like things were kind of falling apart in the marriage and stuff like that and I wanted to focus on building a business which I ended up doing and I have it now um, and when we got to know each other she told me like I have to say I was completely bonkers wrong mm-hmm because I'm 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 wacky. I'm you know I'm silly. I yeah, I get good. to joke around. I'm not just you know I, I don't I don't spend that time of being wacky and wonky live. Mm-hmm. You know you don't have time for that. So I do that when I'm wherever in a friendlier environment, that type of thing. So I feel I'm fun. Uh, I'm still friends with every ex-girlfriend I've ever had. Not close friends. I'm not like hanging out with them, chilling, going to You're not bagging the bar it. type of thing. But if anything goes wrong in their relationships, they they know they call me. No, not not for me to be like the 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 guy that's going to sleep with them as a thing. They call me because they want to hear what advice I would give them because they know that they can trust me enough to let it all out, and I'm not going to like tear them apart. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Um, I, I, I will tell you. I'll, I'll tell you a part because I'm going to be straight up forward, honest with you. If you're doing something wrong, I'm not going to be the yes guy for you. I'll be your friend. I'll back you up, but I'm going to let you know when you're effing up. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know how like sometimes, oh well, I don't know. I think he ignored me because of this and that, and you're making up stories in your head. I mean, like, no, no, he's not doing that to you. Like sometimes I want to think that the guy's the bad guy, when in fact mm-hmm. you're just misconstruing the entire situation, and I'm gonna tell you the truth, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I'm the, I'm that I'm the guy that people like they lean on my shoulder when they want to, and and I've accepted it. I, I'm not like man, I get used, you know. I don't get into that. I kind of I kind of feel like Carlos when he breaks up with a girl, he he leaves them with a gift basket. <laughs> no. Here's some chocolates and Probably some stuff, and here's some eight by tens of me, uh, so you can remember me uh, by. I don't know if I go that far, but yeah, I mean, it, it, they, like they know it's not. It's not. It's not you. It's uh, me. It, like we don't. I've never like left the relationship as enemies. Oh, that's good. That, no, that's cool. I mean, I wish I could say the same. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some I yeah I would definitely be worried about if I ran into, but uh, no, that's that's pretty dope though that 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 is the truth about you, man. And I have to say, in this last year, realizing that you did have like a uh, that you you know I I don't know about mafioso, I didn't think that, but I didn't think you were as you know as funny and you know a wacky as you can be. So I definitely learned that about you, uh, Carlos, um, in this last year. Um, but I will say 
this, and um, this will be kind of the last thing I'll get to, and then we'll say goodbye, is I don't know if you guys ever experienced this where somebody you've known for a long time and you really feel like you know them deeply and they either accuse you of something or they state something about you that's not true and you realize this person don't know me. Like you thought they knew you, like what kind of person you were, what kind of character you had. And you realize this person that you've, you've been around, it could be a family member, it could be a friend. And it is very hurt, you know, it hurts, you know, when you think that, like, how could you accuse me of this? I couldn't, you should know that I ain't that person, you know, or it, or it could be, you know, sometimes when you realize that someone doesn't, you know, really know what kind of person you are, what kind of character you are. So, um, you know, that can be a very hurtful thing, especially in a relationship, you know, someone that you're intimate with and then you spend so much time with. And then you realize this person don't know me. This person I've been sleeping with don't really know me like that, you know? And uh, I, I, I feel the same way on the marriage that I spent 20 years in. I mm. agree with you 100%. Can, can, I, can I say something to you? Like, sure. That's the other thing, too, about a lot of us here. Because a lot of us are public personas. Right. And we are on social media all the time. Like, you know when I participate on social media, it's a strategy. Everything that I do is strategy. Mm -hmm. Monica knows this. I'm, I'm always trying to think ahead of how I'm going to, you know, I'm utilizing the algorithms and stuff like that. And what I project on social media, it's not that it's some of it is false because I like to be transparent on social media, but I don't reveal probably a good 80% of my life on, on social media you know, and the relationships that I have with people. And I find that, you know, people just have this misconstrued, you know, view of who I am, whether I'm, you know, I need attention or, you know, people said I'm a narcissist. And a lot of these things hurt when I hear it because it's like, you don't know me. Mm. You don't know me because you don't even take the time to call me and ask me what's going on. And, you know, and then people also ride off of like what's happening in my life. And they want to be close to me, but they approach me on a basis of what they think they know. And when they find out I'm an introvert, you know, I lose a lot of people because I don't like to talk to people a lot all the time and, and things of that nature. So it's kind of like, you know, I think like when it comes to relationships, that's what always, and I don't know if you guys can all identify that being a public persona that you know, a lot of people just misunderstand you and or won't approach you to be in a relationship because they think that you're a particular way. They think they know you because they have they managed it. So it it, it can it can be very troublesome at, at times, um, you know. And then I've had people say negative things about me and talk behind my back and talk with friends that we all mutually know and be like, well, Ryan's this and Ryan's that and he did this and Chico did that. Blah 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 blah. I've I've had that happen and and no one will come out and actually confront you about it. They just keep that within the mist. Well, you know, of... Ryan, I, I told you I was sorry about it, man. No, I'm kidding. Wish, I never did that. I think, like, to boil it down, I think it's just a matter of people just communicating. If we're friends, then just, if you have an inclination about something, just ask and you probably get a good answer. But most people don't ask. Most people assume and they judge it based on your post. 
and you know and rather than it them actually going to you and that's what we lack nowadays is communication we won't even take the time and that's why i said in the last shows that you've had that before you date somebody you should just be able to if you can't be friends with that person what makes you think you're going to be good lovers with the person amen Welcome. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to I want to say this before we we say goodbye. Um, one of the reasons why I'm excited about this year is that woman in the box all the way over to the right. Her book that we've been waiting for longer than we've been waiting for the uh, new installment of Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shannon, uh, her she has two books coming out this year. Uh, one is uh, dismantling daddy dysfunction. Did I say it right? Uh, yeah, that book. And then um, she has another book coming out um, later. And um, I'm very excited about it. I've been can't wait to read your book, your books that are coming out. And um, so we're looking forward. I, I'm gonna probably get an advanced copy, right? Sure. All right. Cool. Cool. And that's in May, right? Uh, yeah. That that made me feel like it was really happening. That's coming in May, right? Yep. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. Do you? Are you? I know it's things are crazy right now with COVID. Do you plan if things lighten up? Do you plan on doing a book signing or anything? I mean, I I plan to. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So I'm looking forward to that, Shannon. And um, just so people know, normally we're on at six, uh, but uh, we're we're have to move up to five because a young lady has to go to work very early in the morning. So um, we're going to be doing the show at five on Mondays rather than uh, six, which is uh, eight o'clock Eastern uh, time. All right, so we're going to start off with the ladies. Uh, Tori, how can we get you in social media? You can get me uh, on Instagram at Rush Tori, and you can get me on. Facebook at Tori Rush, R-U-S-H, T-O-R-Y, R-U-S-H. All right, and we're glad that you are back in the fold, so yes. Yay! Yes. Uh, Monica, how can we get you in social media? Oh, my goodness. Just put Monica Black Diamond wherever you go. Monica <laughs> It'll Black show Diamond. up wherever you, like, Instagram, it's Monica.Black.Diamond. People, Monica Black Diamond, it'll show up too. Facebook, Monica Black Diamond. Um... I think everything is just Monica Black Diamond. All right. And uh, we go with you, Ryan. How can we Oh, get and you... Hustle Zone. Don't forget Hustle Zone. Hustle Zone, too. that's right. Ryan, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? And what, we, and what can we be on the lookout for with coming up with Hustle Zone? I have to stop saying stuff before they, they, they hatch <laughs> because I do that quite often because I get so excited um, because we've built such a beast of an organization. Um, but it's uh, I just can't say anymore there's nothing to look out for unless you want to book an interview for our podcast you go to if you want to check us out go to hustlezonetv.com all of our links are there you can join our, our, our social group um, you know and um, if you want us now we have a service if you want us to produce your show we have one client um, and she, her name is uh, Twyla. The show is called Peasant Sex and Relationships, uh, and it's all about it's a you know it's a woman's point of view about dealing with peasants. And these are men that don't measure up to be kings. 
So it's an all-woman audience, and we do it privately. Um, but you guys can check her show out by going to HustleZoneTV.com and join her group. The show is very educational. We, she had one show on sex toys and how to use them and stuff. I learned a lot. I honestly <laughs> sat there. Every time I do the show, I'm learning a lot about women. And she had one show about F-boys that – and I was like – checking off the list i'm like i'm an f boy oh no (laughs) i'm not consistent you know what i mean i stay consistent Uh, for about maybe three months and then i start breaking off i'm an f boy so i was just like learning how to like become a better person better man through her podcast because it's not meant for men but you know she's educating women on how to be positive role models and then she takes pictures of herself like not like professional pictures but they're really, you know, sexy pictures, but they're for women to show them uh, to show women that they can be positive in their body, no matter their shape. So, you know, it's a it's a women's empowerment uh, show. So you guys can definitely if, if you not you guys, uh, ladies, if you are looking to watch a show um, about relationships and you're having issues in your personal relationships or with your side relationships, go to hustlesontv.com. Hustle Zone TV is also producing um, Antoinette Perrigine. She is a producer, Hollywood actress. Uh, we just did a, a show uh, with Norman Seif, legendary filmmaker, and and which was pretty awesome. But did you guys have... see it? Mm-hmm. It was good, yeah. eh? Yeah, I it was it. amazing. It was like it was moving. Very we got moving. other celebrities booked. We have celebrities booked in in for future shows. So it's just getting better. Every time we do a show, the the list of people that want to be on her show is getting better and better because she knows a lot of people within her. You know, she lives on Hollywood Hills and all this other stuff. So she knows all these people. So she's bringing them all. So you guys need to check out that. And um, sorry for talking too much. No, man, that's great. I had a little bit. I had some caffeine today. Hey, no, hey, that's great. (laughs) Brother Carlos, how can we get you on social media? And what you got? popping off soon or uh, um i know you've been i keep missing your program uh shooting the breeze well that's just me being able to just say hey what's going on people mm-hmm. <laughs> but but uh you can always reach me at carlos phoenix on every social mm-hmm. or you can go to carlosphoenix.com and that'll give you every social okay all right and you guys i mean you're always doing like some uh event like uh you did a, a film festival online and yeah, we just finished the film festival on martin luther king day um that lasted about a month and a half uh i've done concerts i've done a lot of live production stuff uh anything that's challenging anything that's going to be like it hasn't been done before we had 50 cameras uh multiple states and countries and we're able to produce a four-hour show um while sitting in a uh in a hotel room with an ipad Wow, and uh, and broadcasted it to television, radio, and over thirty different platforms simultaneously while I'm chilling. You kind of like a Bond villain a little bit. No, what I what I like is <laughs> what I've enjoyed the challenges of live streaming is that there's so much that hasn't been done mm-hmm. that I want to be the one to break it, and uh, so to with my television background. I kind of know how to get certain things done on, on their end and then make it work for my end and then just have it stream. Wow. Yeah. It's everything you guys are all doing is pretty dope. 
And uh, Carlos, I, I love what you're doing. I always check you out. Um, you guys always keep me entertained. I should be paying for this. Uh, <laughs> Shannon, definitely um, not, not last, but uh, or least. But uh, what, can, what can we expect from you? And then um, on Fridays, right? You do the show with, uh, with uh, Tracy? I know I'm not doing anything, but you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. All right. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Of course, the website is IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. We have a, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have a great program next week. Uh, I will announce it pretty soon. But um, you guys uh, have a blessed week. And we'll be catching you guys. Seriously, who's blowing up my phone? Oh, yeah. Powerball. This is your big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Powerball jackpot is over $175 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Seriously, who's blowing up my phone? Yeah. Powerball. This is your big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Powerball jackpot is over $175 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim.